You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, into another episode of the NFL Mox Podcast. Uh, Jake Shavink with you guys. And as always, uh, my good friend Nate Williamson is here as well. Nate, how's it going, my man? Uh oh. <laughs> that didn't, that was not good. It's going well. All I heard was static. Oh, that was literally me sipping tea out of my Oh, my gosh. On Oh my gosh, well, you of course. You're welcome. Of course, Nate does that to start. Um, after a little bit of hiatus, uh, we get a little sipping of a beverage. And what you is might it, have Nate? to turn that one down. That was really loud. What is it? Uh, what you got it's tea. this evening? It's hot tea. tea. I spent <laughs> that makes three me think... hours on the radio today, and I was like, okay, my voice is like gone. I have to do a podcast. Tea. I feel like every time anyone says hot tea, like with that, like... Like real emphasis, I think of that SNL skit, uh, the Celebrity Jeopardy, where they do have that video. No, <laughs> uh, this tea is hot, hot, hot. This you know, tea is hot, hot, hot. And then, yeah, so that's what I think of anytime that happens. So of course, Nate th- throws me off to start. This is the content but yes. that you come for. Yeah, really. Um, but yeah, so we are back. We are alive uh, after our week in Mobile. Um, we had a whole recovery week. Yeah, no. Kidding. Just to let you guys know, I was dead. So it was tiring. I was it's dead tiring, while but it was fun. I was in Mobile. Yeah, I was sick. That's also true. Days, which was weird. Yeah, that's that's it's a rough scene, and but it wouldn't change it other than getting three practices out of three outside. True. Just one time. Move it to the Superdome in New Orleans. That's all I ask. Maybe year three will be the charm. Maybe three I don't know. Times usually the charm. It is. It seems like it is. So, so yeah, we're back here. Um, pretty big announcement to start the show. Um, we're kicking this show off, but we're also kicking off draft season, really. Um, I guess officially, even though somehow last two weeks ago felt more official. But True. anyway, 
Uh, Nate and I are going to try to get to three times a week with these things. Um, so hopefully, you know, more content in your guys' way, but a little bit of a shorter show, I think, is is the plan. So we don't have 70, 80 minutes of your time, and we kind of cut that in half with three shows a week. So should be fun, right, Nate? Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll make it a lot easier on just about everybody, a little, like, quick hitters. I know I like my podcast to be... Unless it's like a, you know, like a true crime or something. I like them to be pretty short so I can get my information and get out. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, so we're trying to, you know, have that um, for you guys around 30 to 45 minutes. And we're going to try and keep it that way. This one might run a little longer, but we'll see. We'll try to keep it concise. Um, But, yeah, so three times a week, you know, we're going to be asking you guys on Twitter or Facebook, wherever, um, fixing your teams if we haven't done that already. Um, through mock drafts, Might just obviously. Have to do it again. Yeah, could do it again for a couple teams as well. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get all the news. We got the combine coming up. That should be fun to talk about. And we'll probably go in depth on a lot of positions. And could have you know a couple, couple shows here and there that you know are just you know full blown scouting reports of what we've you know been doing the last few days, as it's film grind season. So. And it's a lack Should be of good. sleep season. Yes, it's also a lack of sleep season as um, you know, we gear up for p- potentially a draft guide. Um, we'll see what it's from or whatnot, but we're trying to get a template together with all that, and so should be fun. Hopefully, you'll get a lot of scouting reports from Nate and myself. So it's gonna be litty. It is. It's going to be a blast. Um, so get ready for a big time draft season. We're going to do a live show as we always do. I think that's at least the plan. And it could be in Vegas. It could be down there. That would be wild. Potentially. That would be Potentially. wild. So that's another big, big uh, little nugget there for you guys. Um, so yeah, three times a week, get hyped. Um, and we can always do a lot of question shows if there are a lot of those. They'll send those in, you know. So, Nate, I think there was a big game on last night. Yeah, there was if something. memory like, serves. I don't know. Like, I just all I heard about was like how much all the white women hated the halftime show. Like, I heard that as well. That's like all I um, see. On I feel like today. a lot of the boomer generation did not love it. Yeah, I, I've typed so many okay boomers today that it's not even funny. It's it's wild to me though because it's like I was having this conversation and uh, with someone on Twitter it was like, well, you know. You know who's doing the halftime show. So are you expecting yeah, I, something that's different? What I don't understand. Like, did you miss the nineties completely? Like Like I don't get it. It makes no sense. And I mean the worst part about it was last year a lot of these people were like, Oh, Adam Levine, so hot. Love the guy shirtless at halftime. And now it's like right. it's a woman, they're like, Oh, the she needs to be more modest. Like Right. Shut up. How dare you show your ankles yeah. on TV? It's anyway. So it's a whole thing, but Halftime show is interesting. I, I usually don't watch the halftime show. Um, it's time to nap after eating a lot of food and yeah. gear up to enjoy the second half, play games or whatever. Um, but, yeah, Twitter went berserk yeah. last night. It did. So. I definitely knew when I saw who was going to be in the halftime show that I, I mean, it's just it. yeah. It's so appropriate for Miami, <laughs> too. Like, I just knew they were gonna. They took that like cultural infusion and just put it all together, and it was awesome. They did. It was great. They did. It was just missing Pitbull, which really kind of ruined the whole thing. Because I, I mean, missed out on the Dolly. I was about to say that's all you get from him, and you know that's fine, I guess. Um, I could have <laughs> taken one Dolly from him, and it would have been worth. If he had just like yeah, if he had just like 
walked out the tunnel, spotlight, quick, dial it, and then he just left. leaves. That would, have been that would be the best thing. So, but yes, there was a game also. Yeah, there was a game, and, and it was good game. It was. I I thoroughly enjoyed sitting there and you know not having to stress out about a Patriots win or loss yeah. in a Super Bowl. So I didn't really have a lot of whole rooting ambitions. People kept asking me like, "Who you got to win?" And I was like. What do you do? You mean like who I'm predicting to win, or like right. who I want to win? And they're like, well, both. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they're kind of both the same. I want the Chiefs to win. I think the Chiefs will win. So it was just kind of like one of those yeah. things. As I think. Soon- yeah. I th- go ahead. I think I wanted the Chiefs to win yeah. as well. But they yes, had go an ahead. Illinois guy. They had Kalen Saunders. They had. Oh yeah. Likable. I mean, obviously, Patty Mahomes. Who doesn't like him? Like. Also, Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Finally, getting one was awesome. That feels good, and Shanahan and, blowing another lead felt great. Oh man, I feel sucks. for him. Like it's sad, but at the he's same so time, good at what I he does. Do not feel bad for him that much, really. <laughs> he's so good at what he does, and really, honestly, I feel like it's not all on him. So it's no, just I like, definitely agree. Honestly, Jimmy G, that was it was rough. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, rough. we didn't expect Jimmy G to come out and like destroy the show, like, but right. we expected him to be okay. It was. It was just. There yeah. was a lot of plays that it, didn't go their way. Honestly, I feel like if he had hit that thing, hit that pass to to Sanders, yeah, you know, we'd still be talking. We'd still be talking about how the Chiefs won somehow, <laughs> because it just felt like it was. It was a no lead is safe season for the Chiefs. Yeah. Postseason, really. It that is just wild. I don't think I've seen. You know. You've seen like deficits in like one game or so in a Super Bowl run, right? Where you're like, yeah. "Oh, it's not going well," but to come out in the divisional round, be down 24 extremely early in the second mm-hmm. quarter, and then do what they did. Patrick, Mahomes then be down 10. That was foretold. He must. I, he's a Zora High, Nate. Mm-hmm. In yep. Game of Thrones, 100. percent Like, there's no doubt about it. So. Yeah. Oh, so for those combat, for those following. Speaking of combat, it's also ahead. XFL season. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see somebody it is get XFL suplexed season. on the field. It is XFL season. It should be interesting. I may tune in Go battle first week Hawks. just to see how first it is. Off. Nate's going to be a Battlehawks fan. I have not yet attached to a team because I don't want to attach it to a team and then the league fold. Yeah, like the Birmingham. Iron. It hurts. That broke my heart. I was a San Diego Fleet guy myself, but... That's okay. Just, that was most. Game. It was mostly. It was mostly uniform deal. That's fair for them. It wasn't even the yeah. Battlehawks uniforms. Dope. You could get on that. Some of them are. Some of them are really solid. Yeah, I, I actually this, like the Seattle I think this league. Should be able to do it. Hopefully, but, I like. I love the Seattle Dragons helmets. It's cool. Their whole those are like, awesome. Team like style is cool. Yeah, yeah. Are they playing like at CenturyLink? I have no idea. I hope so. That'd be really good. Stadium dope. might be stadium might be loud. Seattle loves all their sports. So it's like they I'm do. sure they would show up. They'd probably sell out a couple games. They yeah, I bet they will get a lot of fans there. We're gonna talk um, about that some. I'm gonna make we us will. talk about that. We'll talk XFL. It's almost like a minor league anyway, so it, yeah, I mean if they attach themselves for people to the like NFL the draft as a minor league or a developmental league, it'll go on forever. They'll be talking about who gets XFL grades in the NFL draft. Yeah. So true. that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, our comeback warriors. And I think one thing also, and I tweeted this last night, is you never know when you'll be back. Yeah, I saw a you Super tweet Bowl. about that. It's very true. 
it's just like, and people are launching into the whole thing like the the Chiefs are going to have a dynasty. It's like people thought that about the Packers in 2010, mm-hmm. right? That people thought about that Seattle would have one, and yet, you know, they went to one the next year, but they lost, and they haven't been back since. And Carolina, people are like, oh, they got Cam Newton. That's you know, he's electric. You know, one MVP, he'll be back. Nope, they haven't been. Even the Eagles. I know it's only been a couple seasons, but still, it hasn't. It hasn't good. been. It's it hasn't been the same team. Like they've made the playoffs, but they were a six seed limping into the playoffs. They were a four seed. They they had to win out really to get in. It hasn't been the same team. Yeah, it's so, tough. You got to take your chances when you get them. And such a there's only yeah. one Super Bowl champion. That's that's just how it works. Right, and so as much as you know, I think could the Niners buck that trend. I potentially, yeah. Um, but again, we were talking about the Rams with that. I mean, even though they got figured out, it was kind of like, you know, the offense is still good. McVay's a genius, quote unquote. Right. Then they falter this year. Now they don't they have a lot of draft picks. All they don't have capital and spend right. all their money and started to Yeah. Suck. And so now it's like for them, they're kind of in purgatory mode. Don't pay so, your running backs, folks. Yeah. Well, not don't overpay. all of them. Yeah. It, it just depends. It's so hard just with that. So it's overpay just, them. So it's like, I feel like San Francisco should be the NFC favorite coming into next season. Yeah, I think they I rightfully do. will be. I think behind them should be New Orleans if Drew Brees comes back. What do you mean and then, Hill's the next Steve Young, Jake? Look, I we're not getting into this right now. No, no, no. Don't. That's bait. I'm using that gif. That's bait. That's bait. <laughs> That's bait. Uh Oh man, we could have a whole discussion about the Saints, and I know Nate's doing Canal Street Chronicle stuff, and CSC? so it's like he's got he's talking about this a lot now. You know, loving it, but boy, would that be interesting if they Especially they have him they starting at quarterback Tom Brady and Drew Brees and play both. Of them. Okay, we need to we need to put a pin in that. Taysom Hill being Steve Young is more likely than Tom Brady going to the Saints. Well, with Drew Brees, absolutely. Well, yeah, I would say even without. Yeah, but, yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, I, th- I think the Saints and the Niners should be favored. I-, I actually think the Vikings, if they clean up a few things and draft well, could be interesting players next year as well. So They're always so good when they play the Saints, and then they always just turn into a giant pile of dog crap when they play anyone else. Yeah, I don't get it. This one's them. for you, Kurt, son. Your team... They're full of they are people. off and they are on. It is yep. wild stuff. It's so always one week to another. Yeah, I think Green Bay's in for a regression. So I think the Niners should be favored, and I think right now it looks like a two-team race in the AFC next year. So there will always be that team, though. If Brady signs with the Colts, I mean, immediately you're talking about the Colts in that mix. So oh yeah, they're just a quarterback away. Everything else seems to be clicking for them. So. All right. Yes, so Super Bowl. Good stuff. Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs Chiefs fans, congrats. What a season. True. What a season. It was it was fun to watch and, and good for Kansas City fans who have now, you know, gotten a couple championships in the last 6 years. Good for the great state of Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. St. Louis Blues, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And then the Royals. Not long ago. What? Five years, technically four MLB seasons back. Jesus, that cannot so, be that long ago. Yeah, it was 15, right? I'm hurt. Yeah, it was 15. I'm hurt. That's wild. 
The Cubs was 16, and that seems long ago now. Oh, they can keep that losing streak. Shame. Oh, what a shame. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so, to celebrate the beginning of draft season, and now, well, I guess the beginning for some, whatever, we'll just say it is, since the draft order is finalized through three rounds, that we will get into a round one mock draft. And we're going to try and keep it relatively short for you guys. So we, we actually just finished this thing up before, right before we recorded. Good times. It's beautiful. So it is good. It is good with some interesting tidbits in it. Things got interesting with a few picks, I think. So we'll get into that. Um, I believe, Nate, you are leading things off with the Cincinnati Bengals. Go on ahead. Yeah, this one's short and sweet. Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, quarterback from LSU. You all know him. You all love him. He's smart, master of pre-snap reads. His routes mesh with the coverage. He adjusts things on the field. He's from Ohio, even though he's technically from Louisiana. I'm not going to get into that. It's Joe Burrow, number one. Easy, done, moving on. So I can't comment on it? Okay. No, because um, you're just right. going to say what I have to say, too. Okay, um, Washington Redskins, Chase Young, done. <laughs> I mean, I that D line is going to be insane if you add him. Yeah, it's and I feel be, like I feel like crazy. it will be a shock really if they do not draft him. Now they've been, I don't know if they're floating. They're probably floating smoke around that they like Akuda, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Whatever they're taking, they should take Chase Young. I think they will. Ron Rivera is going to have a nice, uh, a nice young core really to start going. So. Yeah, without a doubt. Speaking yeah. of Jeffrey Okuda, he's going number three here to the Detroit Lions. Can go in with the Ohio State secondary. I have called them DBU before. I think after this season, LSU with their new recruiting class and everything's gonna really be up there. They're tied in my mind right now. But man, Jeffrey Okuda is gonna be a stud. I think that's gonna be one of the picks that we look back on in a few years and say if situations had been a little bit different he could have gone number one or number two. Like, it's just insane in the corner spot and for such a valuable position in the league. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, with Darius Slay getting up there, and again, we talked so much about Chase Young that we don't talk about Jeff Okuda enough. And like you said, he could, we could come back and, you know, maybe he was even a, a better option than Chase Young. Yeah. Who knows? Know. Who knows? It'll be very interesting. It will. So number four. Um, Nate actually picked on the Google Doc at number five before I picked uh, at four to be funny um, <laughs> because he called Daniel Jones like the goat or something. He is. Chill. Um, For Dave yeah. Gettleman. Although he is. He's the goat at turning the ball over. Eli if Jameis If Jameis Winston didn't exist, he would be. Anyway. Give him a great defense. He'll win you a Super Bowl. It's Eli so, Jr. yeah. Give him, a great, give him a great D-line that can get pressure. Yep. And, and we'll talk. Uh, Giants aren't going D-line, unfortunately. They are going to go tackle. Jedrick Wills, I think, has now become the consensus number one tackle in the class, uh, at least for most. Nate, he's still number one for you? Yeah. Okay, same with, same for me. I think movement skills-wise, footwork, he's physical. His, his ability to recover, how quick he is, I, I love it. I It'll be interesting to see if he's comfortable switching over to left tackle. If not, though, I mean, you have a great right tackle yeah. either way, and that's just as important. So. Franchise right tackle. Nothing wrong with that. Brian Balog is a really good one. Yep. Mitchell Schwartz is a really good one in Kansas City. A lot of good I mean, linemen made a lot of good money playing right tackle. Yep. I think it'd be, if he doesn't move over left, he's just fine over there. 
Well, Miami hosted the Super Bowl, and they'll be looking to get back to it in the long run when they draft this guy. We're taking Tua Tungavailoa here at number five. This one is another one that just seems scripted. You look at it, you say, okay, yep, warm weather guy. I would assume. I, he probably doesn't mind cold weather either. Played at Alabama. It's not too far away from Florida. It's a little bit of a drive from Miami, I can tell you firsthand, but still pretty local, pretty good kid. He has no character issues whatsoever. And he also has the potential to be a star quarterback if he's healthy. You know, when we hear back about his injury, it could change things a little bit. But even then, I still think, pending nothing that is at the worst, he'll be a a first-round pick. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that stood out was, you know, this injury is a big deal. Like, it's it's a big injury. And the fact that he still came out anyway tells me he feels like he should be recovered in time. And maybe Miami says, you know what, you know, we're shutting you down. All year, yeah, and that's and that and the red shirt happens, and they bring Fitzpatrick back, do whatever they need to, and you know build again for twenty twenty one, and be set then because I really don't think they're Super Bowl contenders next year, no matter how many great picks they assemble here. No. So, yeah, so that's I, I like the pick. I think it makes sense. I mean, Miami gets to after all this time they've been talking about it. So, Chargers at six. I just. I think Chargers fans are sick of it, but I, I feel like the pick's going to be Justin Herbert. It, it's time. Rivers is not coming back. They're not going to roll with, with, with Tyrod Taylor as much as, you know, he could be a bridge quarterback in, in some right if Herbert's not ready, but I think the pick's going to be Herbert here. And, you know, it, they definitely need a line help. Hopefully they'll they'll address that the rest of the way, maybe in free agency as well, but I think it's a changing of the guard now. It's a new era in, in Los Angeles, unfortunately, not San Diego, but mm-hmm. Herbert. Fun fact about this pick. Have you seen uh, Marino from the Draft Network's pro comp for Justin Herbert? No. It's Ryan Tannehill. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? That's interesting. Oof. That's, well, that's I mean, ironic. I think after this year, it's not as bad. I think I've 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 heard rumors that there's a certain person who hasn't comped to Cam Newton. Mm. And I'm not gonna say who it is. Rumors, eh? I'm not gonna say who it is because I feel like they don't want me to say who, who they are because they don't want the backlash of that. Understandable. But I've heard that comp. It's interesting. So backlash you would definitely receive for that. Yeah, I think so. But thing- I, I can see it though. In yeah. some regards. Yeah. I can see it in some regards. And I mean, with player comps, it doesn't mean he's going to be as good as Cam Newton. But I mean, yeah, again, that's... reminds you of him. Guess what? People don't understand that. Yeah, which is why you get the backlash. Right, exactly. Uh, so. One thing that I don't think people would complain about is, and it happens a decent bit too, is Carolina with this next pick taking Derek Brown. Because, man, he is the most complete interior lineman. He is a dream for someone that loves a versatile lineman. He can play anything from a true nose, one tech, three tech, five tech, as a base end maybe down the line. It's just insane. There's potential, depending on the defense, yeah. Yeah. He's so explosive off the line. It's a lot of fun. He made winning look easy on the line of scrimmage this year. You remember like when Charlie Sheen's big thing was like, I stay winning? Yeah. Derek Brown actually does. Derek Brown does stay winning. Derek Brown is like if Charlie Sheen's ego was a real person. 
but like yeah. in a humble person. But like, like he has but, the ability to back. But it. like Matt, yeah, that's why I was. Yeah, he yeah. backs it up yeah. exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. It's a good start for Carolina. They're not reaching for a quarterback. Arizona at eight. I struggle with this because I feel like the smart move is to take offensive line. But do I trust them to be smart? Nope. I don't think so. So, again, they're going to try and add a weapon here for, for Kyler Murray on the outside. Maybe. Yeah. C.D. Lamb here. I think I think there's potential that Ruggs could end up being this pick um, down the line after the combine. And people are going to see that, I think, which is how he tests and everything. But I think C.D. Lamb's a safer pick right now. Uh, Rack Monster. Can win down the field. Yeah, it, it's impressive to watch him work. Yeah, I agree. Rack City. So, rack, rack City. Rack. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, picking at the number nine spot, it's Jacksonville. So, my thoughts on this. Steal. Yeah, this is an absolute steal. That was exactly what my words were going to be. This dude, his football IQ is there. His tackling, is his radius is great because of his wingspan and burst it's isaiah simmons and i, I love this yep. pick here for uh jacksonville out of clemson he's a redshirt junior he's six four he's fast it's gonna be awesome for them to have him in the lineup and get to use him to his full ability a good pick here for a team that you know could fill a few holes to say the least now he's gonna play linebacker safety sock corner all that could he play Wide receiver and or quarterback for them. Uh, 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 he probably could better than what they have. Okay, well, you, they, you heard it here first. Well, actually, I take that. He back. could. Okay, so you didn't hear it actually. You heard Never it mind. Here and then you didn't hear it. So we'll just redact forget. that. Forget what Nate said. Don't worry about it. But he's a good, really good player. Yeah, really good. He's player. a stud. Yeah. Number nine is a crime. Honestly. Yes, it is. But that's how the board sometimes falls, and it's just it's a weird, weird thing, the NFL draft. Ten, Cleveland Browns, Mackay Becton, they got to go O-line, and I feel like really glaring needs. Otherwise, there's really not someone, you know, there's a couple needs that they have, but I don't think any other position's worth a selection here. So, I mean, yeah, Mackay Becton, huge, huge huge dude six seven like 365 or He's something like giant. that giant but Nimble. low fleet footed too mobile guy Jolly wow green giant and it yeah if he pans out i mean we're, we're talking about you know someone who could really protect baker mayfield and someone who you know and dear god do they need that they really do well it is up next, essential another guy that could do a really good job in some protection the jets yes. are gonna take a similar pick here with Tristan Wirfs. It's possible they take Becton if he falls here, of course, but Wirfs right. out of Iowa. He's another big guy, 6'5". He's 322, according to the last measurements. Okay. Uh, playing in the tackle spot. I think he's got a lot of tackle, and obviously he's a big dude, but he's another one that we're looking at. He's got quick feet for his size, and I, I like this pickup by him. He, there's a couple reasons, a couple red flags that keep him from being a little bit higher on my board. But with Becton out and um, our picks the way they're going right now, could be interesting. He could, he's fairly polished. We're going to see which side he lines up on. It would look like the right side he's not as strong at, so maybe a left side, but we'll see. Yeah, he's definitely got experience at Iowa doing both. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I Daniel Jeremiah likes him at guard. That's that interesting. Inter- thought that was interesting. Um, but the Jets obviously need it. Free agency could change that, obviously, but yeah. they need it. So it's a smart selection here. It's four O linemen, first eleven picks. Wild. Love it. Or no. Oh my gosh, Nate. I just realized we left someone off this mock. Oh no. Did you, it's not four linemen, oh, first eleven picks. Wait. I fixed it. I fixed it, Nate. We're good. 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 Okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> We're fine. All right. All right. So, okay. This Don't worry nice. about what's going on. Anyway, that was not great. Okay. So, uh, Las Vegas Raiders at 12. Um, don't don't worry about the panic attack we just had. So Vegas confused. Raiders at 12. What do you mean? Never mind. Just keep going. Okay. Wait. Are you looking at the 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 doc or no? Yeah. Okay. So you saw. Okay. You yeah. saw what I did. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Vegas Raiders at 12. Uh, I think they're gonna go Henry Ruggs. I I'd rather them take Judy, but I think. Having that speed to take the top off again, he can turn you know a quick slant into a touchdown. It it's impressive watching him work, and again, the NFL is going to keep valuing speed. And with Ruggs potentially running under four three of the combine, I mean, again, his stock is going to soar higher than it's already mm-hmm. soared. So I think very much in play for this team here. He's going to break the phony record that's not real in the first place. Yeah, I he, Ross literally did not beat. Chris Johnson on yeah. the thing. He literally didn't they beat put him on them the side by side. It doesn't. Oh man, it, it just is made something the draft else. Network or not the draft network, but the well, I guess the NFL. Uh, NFL network. NFL yeah. network looked dumb. Like it just made them yeah. look stupid. It, he didn't beat the. Oh man, it's just know. hilarious. Anyway, it's funny because we've been talking about this wide receiver core from Alabama being so good all year, and right now two of them are going to go off the board right next to each other. The Colts yep. are going to take a weapon here. Jerry Judy falling all the way to 13. Judy might be one of the top five players in this draft. A lot of people have him ranked as a top three player in this draft at Matt Miller. And, you know, Jerry Judy, he's dynamic. He's going to get it done. And Indy's getting a heck of a weapon at the middle of the round here. Yeah, I I love Judy. I think he's probably going to end up wide receiver one for me. We'll see. We still got testing to go through, so things could change. Yeah, but especially for that position, things could change. Just... Just the way he separates as a route runner is so It's impressive. insane. It's so fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, so moving on here. Uh, yeah, we had a slight hiccup. Um, <laughs> hilarious. We, we, forgot An- we forgot Andrew Thomas in a mock. That was good. Um, That's awkward. So it's okay. Tampa Bay says we'll take him at 14. I have my questions. Uh, you have your questions yeah. about Thomas? Mm-hmm. Okay. More so than Worfs or less? Oh, definitely less. He's not falling to 14. Okay. So you like him more than Worfs, though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. Okay. So, yeah. Andrew Thomas, I think he's a really powerful tackle. Um, This is another guy who could potentially play guard, mm-hmm. and that may suit him better. A lot of people like him there. And, yeah, I, I think potentially he could that could be a better fit for him. However, I think he handled... You know, edge rushers um, at the SEC, in the SEC really well this year. Was really impressed how he handled Chase on in their matchup. Um, yeah, I think he got beat maybe one time around the edge, and that's the thing. It's going to be speed rushers for him. It's going to be, is he oversetting on speed rushers, and are they going to beat him inside? That's kind of the biggest concern is that recovery, you know, quickness and stuff like that, I think, at least for me mm-hmm. initially. Once we get into deeper stuff, deeper 
dive on that, then maybe there may be a few more rise. But again, got to protect potentially Jameis Winston if he comes back. Mr. And uh, at least that's a that's a good start, yeah, to protect Mr. 30-30, yes. And for me here, coming up on the next pick with Denver, you know, they got Drew Locke. They seem to like Drew Locke. Now we're going to get somebody on that other side of the ball that is just a rocket off the line. That's Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. Yeah. He's going to play interior. and Man, he's a huge dude, and he is an explosive dude. That upper body strength is just insane. You know, I think he's got a little bit to learn when it comes to the technical things and, like, the mental processing area of the game, but he can do it. I mean, you can be taught. You can't teach the physicality and burst and timing that he has. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a immediate impact pass rusher. Yeah. Now, can he work two-gap? I don't know. I mean, again, can he learn to two-gap? Absolutely. But, again, that value as a pass rusher is outstanding. Right. Speaking of pass rushers... Number 16, Atlanta Falcons are going to go Calevon Chase on. That probably hurts Nate a little bit to see an LSU guy go to uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Not yes. as bad as the next pick. That's that's fair as well. Um, but, yeah, I think Chase on makes a ton of sense here. Obviously, the Falcons uh, said today, you know, announced that they're not going to attempt to re-sign Vic Beasley. Right. They need help on the edge. There's no doubt about it. And I think Chase on's stock is, is, is climbing slowly above mm-hmm. Epinesa, which is interesting. And I mean, he's his development over the year was really good. It was fun to watch. I think he's a really good run defender, which people may not expect. Right. But he's like super smart defending the run, and it's really fun to watch. And so, and again, he's got the speed of mm-hmm. that first step off the edge as a pass rusher too. So yeah. And so, I think Atlanta's doing themselves a lot of favors by selecting him here. Yeah, I agree with that. I. I it does hurt me a little bit to see Caleb Vaughn go there in particular because yeah. I love Caleb Vaughn Chason. But, it's fair. you know, it's not all about that. I think he's going to be really productive for Atlanta. Yeah. And I still think New Orleans is going to have an edge on Atlanta, even with him there. So that's kind of yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> It'd be cool to see him succeed, though. I think it'd Definitely. be really fun. That's kind of so. what it's all about. Right, um, for sure. And speaking of success, somebody that I think is going to star with the team that he goes to, he's got the length. He's a well-built kind of man cover corner. He's smart. He's got good footwork. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, he, sometimes his jump balls are a little off, but that's another story for another time. The Cowboys right. are taking Christian Fulton here at 17, and I think this is a good pick for them. This is a good value for him at this point in the first round to me. Yeah, I think right now he was, at least in my last board, he was around the 20 spot, and I think... As far as the corner class goes, he's definitely in the top, I think, three for me at this point. But, yeah, I think the fit makes a ton of sense. Byron Jones probably gone. Yeah. Got to get somebody in there. It just all seems to kind of come together to this. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Dolphins, 18. Obviously, coming from the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. Uh, going AJ Epinesa. Stock slowly falling. I don't know. Probably not going to test super well the Combine. And that may give people pause. Mm-hmm. However, I think with a Brian Flores defense, they're going to love the length and the versatility he brings along the defensive line. Right. We've seen him be able to win on the inside. You know, when he's when he's um, they kick him in there on third downs to rush. And again, I think he's really technical as a pass rusher. He's never going to win with athleticism or, or speed really off the edge, mm-hmm. but he has 
good hands and, and he's a smart player. And I think the Dolphins would love to have that. Honestly, a team that I think he would fit really well for is the New England Patriots, but he's not yeah. going there. He's Hopefully, just got that dynamic kind of aspect that he seems tailored for it. Like, yeah, I, I, he, he could get there. I hope he does. I, hope I feel like that's there. exactly the team that can maximize him. Yeah. And again, I want him to succeed, oh, but sure. it's it's but hard to see him succeed in a Patriots you want him uniform, to right? To succeed with the Dolphins. <laughs> yes, that'd be nice too. Yes. Well, it's kind of like anytime you see a guy that had thirty and a half, I think was his number in the last article that I wrote tackles for loss and like over 20 sacks in his career in a Big Ten school, like, you know yeah. he's got something there. Like He sure does. There's something there. <laughs> There's another guy who was productive we'll get to uh, in the Big Ten as well, so mm-hmm. should well, be good. This one. But not yet. We are. Who, baby? Talking this about. is interesting. This one. Uh, Nate, it, I love this, actually. I don't, but I had to do it. Tee-hee-hee. Anyway, <laughs> uh, go ahead. No. Oh no, it's Patrick Queen. <laughs> oh, nice. Good uh, one. That was a good that was a really good line there. I'm proud of myself for that one. Uh, nice. And Patrick Queen, I've watched this LSU team as Wait, a, wait, wait, wait. What? What? No, 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 no. It's not Patrick Queen. Who is Remember? it? Remember? Oh yeah, doc. we like, traded it out, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. Because Never Yeah, mind. because you didn't want him at New Orleans. Sorry, I was still looking at mine. And I listened to you. I get it. I get it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's Jordan Love, oh, actually. It is. That's why I said I love this pick. Yeah, that's why. I'm like yeah. losing my mind. Yep, it's okay. It's late. We're here for you. We're here for it's you. It's late. Well, talking about Jordan Love, we've already talked about him. Like, I think somebody, I heard him, somebody called Patrick Mahomes Jr. Just in the way that he checks all the boxes, like size, body composition. He's mobile and super freaking athletic. Obviously, he can extend his plays a lot. Um, you know, it's kind of a mental thing. I think the only thing holding him back, and we'll see. Right, and that's, that's the kind of thing that can be taught, what, like, very easily. Yeah, that's what held Mahomes back, people yeah. thought. So, yeah, it's the same story just in a junior. Like, it's the same story over again. Yeah. Does he have the arm talent? Not quite. No, does he have a lot of it, though? Who, baby, does he have a lot about it? I think it just depends where he goes. Yeah. And I don't think Vegas would be a bad spot for him. Right. I really don't. True. I do I think it's the best spot? Not necessarily. However, they have a good old line. Yeah. And you get to play in a and they just, stadium. You can gamble on your own games. Pete Rose style. And he gets to throw to Henry Ruggs, according to this mock. Yeah, true. true. Come on, man. Who baby. That's gonna be a fun connection. He'll also love having uh Darren Waller there too. So and yeah. obviously Josh Jacobs, so it's it's a good. I think it's a good Chicago spot. Chicago gets Khalil Mack and Vegas gets Jordan Love. It'd be interesting if that happens. That'd be interesting. All right, twenty Jacksonville. I'm going Jeff Gladney, and I know we talk. You know Trayvon Diggs. Talk about C.J. Henderson. I honestly think Gladney might be better than both of them. His footwork's good. He has like. 26 PBUs the last two seasons. Which is we know insane. he's successful. At the yeah, at the catch point, he great ball skills. Um, and like I said, he's got the speed and, and the good footwork to hang with receivers and man coverage. I honestly think he's going to test really well. And people are like, oh yeah, okay, this guy's good. And people get back to the film, and, and you know, we'll start hearing from Miller and some of the insiders that you know this guy's rising up boards. Really wish he had been down in Mobile, but he was not. Fortunately, yeah, that was a shame. So. Well, and then coming back to me for Philadelphia, the Eagles are getting a pick that, you know, I, I like this a decent bit here. I'm 
pretty happy with this one in the long term. It's going to be Xavier McKinney from Alabama. He's about 6'1". He's a really good athlete. He's got a little bit of experience playing as a little bit of different things. You could play him in man-to-man coverage. You could take him out as a safety. Sometimes you can blitz him off the edge. That's some of my favorite yep. tape to watch from him, honestly, is coming in in that like kind of dynamic in the box, going to get in your face and come hit the quarterback every other play. It was kind of interesting. But the coverage is good. He's well-rounded. First-round pick is an easy take for me here. Yeah, I think what you said about him coming downhill as a blitzer, and coming, he makes plays. He's got speed. It's fun. It's fun to watch him, really. And Philly needs it, no doubt about it. 22, Buffalo Bills. This is going to get matched with them a ton, just because they need size at the wide receiver position. T. Higgins has it. T. Higgins, yeah, good size, um, great hands. Uh, he's got some. He's got some speed. Maybe not the, the speediest receiver, but has plenty of it. You know, there's there's potential to work with his, you know, his route tree. But again, get a guy who can get downfield, and Josh Allen can throw it up to. Simple as that. Yep. Blazing Simple through these here. As that. Go over to Yetter Gross Matos Matos. I listened to a Matos. podcast with him, and I still forget because we've argued about it so much. Gross Matos from Penn yes. State. Long levers, knows how to use them. He wins in first contact. The only thing I think that kind of holds him up is the consistency when it comes to deploying pass rush and different tactics. But they did say when they were talking to him on Stick to Football, I guess I should actually quote where I'm hearing it from, that he's been working on that a little bit and he's working with coaches in the offseason. So that's really good to hear from him. And we'll see his development in the long run. The Patriots definitely know how to maximize potential talent. So... So this is a no good doubt. fit for him. No doubt. 20 tackles for loss as a sophomore. Yeah, it's just insane. Wild stuff. And he'll be very so, happy to land the Patriots. Like, yeah, that'll be a great spot for if him. If you want to learn the game of football and that's the only thing holding you back, go to New England. Mm. Again, he's got the length that, you know, it's you know that New England is going to like. And obviously, you know, the Dolphins would be intrigued by that as well, I'm sure. Right. So... Yeah, good pick for New England. Uh, New Orleans, 24. I'm picking for, for Nate's team. Um, I went Brandon Ayuk from uh, Arizona State, the wide receiver. Didn't get to see him in Mobile, unfortunately. Uh, sad face. Yeah. However, I think he's got he's got something with – he's got enough, I should say, uh, with his route tree uh, to get me excited. He's got the speed vertically that the Saints need. Great compliment to Michael Thomas, and I think um, – yeah, I think he's going to be one of those guys that we're talking about late first, early second as a wide receiver is going to make an instant impact. See, that's one of the things. I like this pick a lot better, and I love Justin Jefferson, but I like this pick so much better than Justin Jefferson to the Saints. I just, yeah, I just think the fit makes more sense in they New need Orleans. Speed. Like, I mean, they ha- they have Harris, that's their punt returner, and that caught right. that big ball from Taysom Hill, but I, you still can't know for sure that that's going to do it for you. And I know the yeah. wide receiver class is deep, but Ayuk right here just makes sense to me too. Yeah, and again, I think, yeah, I think people are going to warm to him a lot more once. I, again, some of us draft analysts, as we call ourselves, we don't have access to all this tape. Yeah, and so we only have a few games, and and from what I've seen, at least, I I love it, and I, I'm a big fan, and I would love to see him in Green Bay. However, I sacrifice that for the good of the Saints. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Well, I'm making a sacrifice by just picking for this team that I love to make fun of and love to see. I don't think – I really think this is like – 
outside of like probably New England and like Atlanta, perhaps Nate's least favorite team in the NFL. It's just situational, you know. <laughs> I, like I'm I know. from the Midwest too, so that doesn't I know. help their case. I know like, it doesn't. I do not care for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> like I'm not gonna sabotage their pick. Obviously, I'm giving them a heck no. of a corner with Trayvon Diggs. It's a senior. Right. It just fits really well. His zone coverage, oof. And sometimes even coming up and understanding the spacing and how the zone coverage will work, you can deploy him in pretty much any part of that coverage in a scheme, and it's going to look good. Size, speed, ball skills. Yeah. And his best football's ahead of him as a converted receiver. So <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That's what's cool about that. Dolphins, last time for them. In the first round, at 26, they're going to go Josh Jones. I was a little concerned that Nate was going to pick Jones for the Vikings. Uh, thank you, Nate. Um, so Miami gets a left tackle here. Um, kid's a mauler. Mm-hmm. He looked good in Mobile on some reps, and I was very excited to see that. Um, you know, I think people had a lot of questions about maybe you know refinement with his hands and his pad level a little bit, but. You know, he can get out in space, the screen game, and again, he's a powerful dude, and he got a mean streak, and he's a finisher, and that's what you'd like to see, toughness out of your guys up front, and he's going to provide that, protecting Tua, so. He's definitely going to need some work technically, but as we say, yes, you can't no doubt. teach size. And you can't t- teach being mean. Yeah. And uh, he's got a little bit of that edge, and this I like that. This dude would probably rip your helmet off your head for fun if he could. It's potentially, yeah. Like, he's got that. He's got almost that Will Hernandez vibe to him too. Yeah, which is much better than an Aaron Hernandez vibe. Yeah, that's true. It had to be said. Anyway, coming back I guess. to for Seattle. This one's fun. I really like this one. This dude just straight up looks the part of an NFL rusher, and it's Terrell Lewis out of Alabama. He's a big old dude, six foot five. So he's long. He only weighs about two sixty, which I mean that's not small by any means, but. For it is a six not. foot five guy. He's yeah. got that close quarters kind of brawling. He loves to do it. Like I just imagine him playing with a smile on his face. Maybe you could even use him as a three four outside linebacker kind of space guy because it's interesting. He he's got a good eye to get to the quarterback or the ball carrier depending on the play. Yeah, he's got length too, and that's and that's another guy like we talk about New England, Miami. Teams who could fall for yeah. this guy. And, New England's kind of spoiled, honestly, right now. Like with they really the guys are. that they would like. The pass rushers in the first round that they could potentially take, yeah. Yeah. And Seattle needs it, potentially, even even if they keep Clowney. I mean, oh, adding another guy in the mix makes a ton of sense. Especially when it's a late first. And that's kind of a yes. luxury pick sometimes. That's true. That is true. 28, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, we got Patrick Queen here. I think they, they need that enforcer. In the linebacker position, they miss it with C.J. Mosley. I thought about edge here, but I kind of wanted Terrell Lewis. <sighs> but anyway, I digress. Uh, but Patrick Queen makes a ton of sense again. He's got a huge rise in the draft. It's like out of nowhere, which is just it's weird. And now I feel like groupthink is pushing him into like the yep. top 20. But, you know, with a Baltimore team who probably wouldn't get a chance at drafting him in round two, and with the depth of receiver class they can address later... I think this is okay at this point. Um, I think Kenneth Murray would make a ton of sense here as well. But I think Queen, um, honestly, might be a little bit better in coverage uh, than Murray. I think both work downhill really well with speed, work sideline to sideline with speed, and and Queen and Murray are both big finishers. 
once they uh, get to contact. But, yeah, I think Queen a little bit better in coverage. So I went with that, Baltimore. Yeah, understandable. Tennessee Titans up next. Neville Gallimore or Neville Galileo Humpkins, as we have in the Google Doc. Which is if people don't get that world. reference, I'm sad. I'm not anyway. sure I get the Humpkins part. That's like a that's one of uh, Burton Guster's nicknames from Psych. Oh, is Galileo sense. Humpkins. So that makes sense. Anyway, it makes a lot more sense now. Yes. So. Well, a little bit of so there you go stuff about Gallimore. I literally yeah at this maybe more said, practical. Oh, he's still on the board. This is easy. <laughs> Like, yeah, he did say that. I can confirm. Like, watching him, I think the one of the games that really stood out to me, just looking through my notes here really quick on my computer, uh, when yes. he played Texas Tech 2019. Oh, man. Like, he is disruptive. And if you need somebody to go in and penetrate, he's going to do it. Like, he hasn't got a whole lot of production, but his initial quickness and that, that just power and use of his hands is really, really good. And I really like this. He's going to start. He's going to be probably an impact maker at first. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Pass rush for sure, at least, is an impact. Yeah. Run defense, got a little work to do. Again, like Kinlaw a little bit, working gaps. But, mm-hmm. again, he's going to flash as a pass rusher. And if the Titans keep like that going with Jarrell Casey, Jeffrey Simmons, Harold Landry up front, adding Gallimore to that. Oh my goodness! And he's got that short area quickness that, like, he does. It's just like, whew, buddy. With like, guys his size, it's just not. It's kind of rare. Yeah. So, good stuff for Tennessee. So this lined up perfectly for you to get your team. It did, which is a good thing. It is. However, I would have loved Ayuk, but again, like I said, a sacrifice. Sacrifice. I thought about Kenneth Murray here. But I want Jalen uh, uh, Rieger. I like it. He's got speed. Again, he's he's a good yak guy, rack guy, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I think the speed's there. I think he's better in contested spots for his size, which is which is good to see. Um, but again, like I said, the Packers need speed, and they need somebody who can make things happen after the catch, and, and, and Rieger will do both for you. And so coming back to me, we got two picks left, and this – is to Kyle Shanahan's lead blowing elves because why not just make fun of Kyle Shanahan a little bit more while we still feel oh, bad man. for him? I, as a Saints Jeez fan, do Louise. Not feel that bad. But I, I was am about to say, player. I'm giving him someone that I think should go higher than this, but I yes. actually like more than I think a lot of people do right now. I think that group thing's kind of coming into play again. I think some people have completely abandoned this guy. Yeah. Which is I haven't sad. completely abandoned him. I think him and McKinney are like pretty neck and neck. Ooh, very neck and neck. Yeah, I agree. And very good, both of them. Yes, so. and going to be good in the NFL. Yeah. Grant Delpin, mm-hmm. the safety from LSU, downhill in the box. He's going to make you shut your mouth. He's going to come up and play physical, playing forward. He drives to the football. Okay, tackling, maybe slightly a problem, but... Dude is there every play. If he starts to wrap up like we saw literally in every season except for the middle and latter half of this season, he's going to be an absolute steal at 31 to a team that's already full of studs on the defensive side. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo is a stud probably in a whole other way, but we're just not going to talk about that today. You already did. (laughs) (laughs) He just started talking about it. That's the joke. Anyway. Anyway. So... Yeah, Grant Delpit would be nice there for, for the 49ers. And, and again, he was fine in the playoff. I mean, both games. 
didn't and miss a tackle. Just left him behind. Like he's just not. They really anymore. have. They have. It's a trap. I, I don't get it because it's like, like I've told people, I I feel like you can't ignore the t- the twenty nineteen tape with Jordan Love, but again, the tools are there, right? Yeah. And and people are people are some people, including myself, are are putting more weight in other things than just the twenty nineteen season. But I feel like people are putting all the weight in twenty nineteen for Delpit, which I don't get. Which is so silly. So it, it's it's all over the place in the draft. It's that's why it's wild. It's a wild off season. Anyway, now Rap pick number thirty two, Kansas City Chiefs, the kingdom, the and the new kings of the NFL. Yep. Uh, the Chiefs here. I just said let's have fun. Um, did this in our car seat mock. Mm-hmm. Um, on the way back from Mobile to the airport in New Orleans it was a fun ride. Uh, I went DeAndre Swift. Uh, the running back from Georgia, I think, man, I, he's RB1 for me, and I don't think that's going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, his dead leg cut, oh, my goodness. It is it is brutal to watch defenders fall victim to that. Uh, like I said, he's elusive. He's got that finishing speed. And I really think if, if Georgia's offense was, you know, more dynamic, more creative – they could get him the ball in the passing game. I saw them early in the LSU game line him up in the slot a couple times in a bunch formation, and I was like really excited to continue to see that. And I think the Chiefs would love to do that, and that's just scary. That would be a terrifying offense. Oh, it man. already is. It already is, and then you add DeAndre Swift. Are you kidding me? Oof. You're welcome, NFL. Um, <laughs> the kingdom becomes the dynasty. Anyway. Yep. Yeah, so that's going to wrap it up. And, that's um, a wrap pretty decent time again like i said this is a mock draft so they go a little bit longer we love talking about these guys and what could potentially happen a couple hiccups but we got through them yep we did you we know did. slowly but that's, surely yes and well, that's what you come here for folks we yeah that. we blazed we did so yeah again we are going to be doing shows three times a week hopefully going forward might be a couple weeks with us too it's just sometimes things get busy but we're gonna do our best for sure too um going forward but hopefully three this mm-hmm. week will definitely be three because we've got some things to talk about that we did not in this one because of the mock but I digress anyway make sure you follow nfl mocks on twitter it's going to be a wild off season we've got a lot of content over there including this podcast uh which you can find on spreaker on stitcher and on apple um podcasts so be sure to look there as well also follow nate at nate jw sports nate what you got coming this draft season Oh, a lot. I've got a lot on my plate right now. We're talking like I'm still working on college basketball, so that's picking up. I've got an article right. coming out uh, tomorrow about LSU basketball, actually. Oh, that's wow. been a fun ride in itself. And I'll They've have... looked pretty good. Yeah, they do. They do. Skyler so, Mays is a dog. Um, yeah. There's going to be a lot coming out for me on Canal Street Chronicles, too. Uh, I do a lot of stuff there for them that I'm going to be working on. i my next one is going to be, I think, rescripting last year's draft with what we know now. So that's going to be fun. Okay. Should um, be good, yes. There's a couple of good things coming. Just stay tuned on my Twitter. If I'm not yeah. tweeting about TV shows or music or angry tweeting about something, I'm talking about football. So there's right. that. Right. Okay. Also, 18 days until Clone Wars Season 7 comes yeah. out. How close are you to being done? Uh, I'm fairly close. I think I have like a season okay. and a half left. Okay, not bad, not bad. Season six isn't as long, so you're in good shape. I took a break, so I'm watching Supernatural because that's the last season of that show. It's fair. 
But yes, so that's good. So yes, we may tweet about that. Anyway, yeah, so follow Nate at NateJWSports. Once yeah. again, a lot of great content there. Follow me at Draft. Uh, if you follow NFL Mox in the podcast, you know I, I write there as well. Plenty of stuff on the way. Also, remember, potential draft guide in the works. Um, probably will be separate on Blitz Package Scouting. But we can detail that later uh, for you guys. So, with that said, uh, thank you guys for tuning into this mock draft. Hopefully, um, keep tuning in throughout draft season. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. See ya. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.